great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Rita Cosby. And let me start with a programming note. Tomorrow uh, afternoon, actually this afternoon, I will be filling in for America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani from 3 to 4 p.m. So I hope you can join me. And also remember, you can download the 77 WABC app so you can catch us anywhere on any device that you may have, not just in your radios, not just on your computer, but download the app. So uh, two minutes before I went on the air this morning, I and I look, I try to look at uh, everything that you folks send me. I did a uh, email from one of our listeners, Gary Nadler. And what the video was, all I could do was shake my head. And he said something to the effect of, get this, you won't believe what happened on Jamaica Avenue in Queens at a gas station tonight. And so, again, two minutes before air, I'm looking at this video. And it's video of a gas station, and there's apparently some type of verbal uh, altercation between some males and females. And uh, there's this woman and she's getting the best of the men swinging her hands wildly, uh, connecting and hitting them as, uh, and then they're falling and so on. But at one point, the woman's top comes down and uh, she does not have on a bra and you're seeing everything that God has given her in full view as she's continuing to fight. I don't know if it was a spring dress or a summer dress, and she's swinging so wildly, the bottom drops. And now she's naked in this video, and she's still fighting. And I I just looked at this two minutes ago, and I could not believe what I was looking at. But, Gary, I do thank you for sending me the uh, the video. Uh, part of me says to repost it. The other part of me says it's uh, not appropriate, the type of video that should be out there. So I had to change topics at the last minute this morning. And all I can say starting off is, wow. Wow. A mouthful from the New York City mayor just a few hours ago. It's on the topic of race. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is ripping the media, claiming white journalists misrepresent him and that the media is covering him through a different Prism, if you will, because he's African-American. Don't take my words for it, my word for it. You're going to hear the mayor in just a second. Race, for me, is never an easy topic 
But I do bring a very unique perspective to this conversation because I am the only African-American journalist, for the most part, that has covered New York City Hall consistently based out of City Hall for many, many years. Here is the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams. You know, let me say this. And, you know, I'm not saying it out of hate. I'm saying it out of love. I'm a black man. That's the mayor. But my story has been interpreted by people that don't look like me. That's the mayor. And he was upset of the coverage of his recent trip to Albany and which uh, he lobbied lawmakers for uh, for help when it comes to crime and bail reform. And it was described uh, basically that the mayor did not. Uh, receive an easy task uh, up in Albany, and he he took exception to that. Now, I want you to listen to this and an extended version to put this all in context of what the brand-new mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, is saying. Here's a bit longer of the mayor's statement. You know, let me say this. And, you know, I'm not saying it out of hate. I'm saying it out of love. I'm a black man. That's the mayor. But my story has been interpreted by people that don't look like me. We got to be honest about that. How many blacks are in the editorial boards? How many blacks are determined how these stories are being written? How many Asians? How many East Indians? How many South Asians? Everybody talks about my government being diversified. What's the diversification in the newsrooms? So everybody go back with their predispositions. And my role as mayor is being interpreted through the prisms of your realities and not mine. Wow, Mr. Mayor. To in some degrees or to a certain degree, he may have a point. But, Mr. Mayor, uh, let me give you some free advice this morning. You and I have both been doing this a very long time. You on the side of politics, me on the side of journalism. And I have never met a mayor that defeats members of the fourth estate. Mayors come and go. The media stays. So you are, Mr. Mayor, engaging in a losing battle. And so I get it. I get it. I understand the mayor's frustration. His mayalty will be decided on the issue of crime. He's not getting the help he needs in Albany. He's clearly frustrated, angry, and perhaps he's taking it uh, out on the press. But race, Mr. Mayor, will not help you. And I can say this because... When New York's first black mayor was elected, David Dinkins, he would complain to me bitterly in private. Mayor Dinkins, often uh, at City Hall, in the at City Hall, the mayor's office has an upstairs and downstairs, and downstairs has like a little apartment-like area where there's a shower for the mayor and so on, 
And so when I would be down there with uh, Mayor Dinkins, with Mayor Koch, but mostly Mayor Dinkins, uh, every now and then with Mayor uh, Giuliani, but Mayor Dinkins would complain about the issue of race when it came to the media. But he knew, uh, or, or at least initially, he knew not to bring it up publicly because it was not a winning issue. And so now we have a brand new mayor, and he is bringing up the issue of race. We are going to your telephone calls, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. I want you to listen to some more of what the mayor had to say before we go to your telephone calls. Here, the mayor is voicing his um, displeasure, if you will, with the media. It was really unfortunate. And what I saw in the papers and in the news today, really unfortunate. And if this is how this is going to be, then I'm just going to come in and do my announcements and bounce. I'm not going to, why am I even answering these questions? And it happens over and over and over again, over and over and over again. And folks, this is frustrating. Bless you. It's really frustrating. You wouldn't want my deputy mayors and team to distort the reporting of how we run in the city. Then we need to stop distorting the news. We need to really stop distorting the news. The mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, uh, at a, um, a news briefing, and he brought this up on his own. The mayor was not happy with his coverage of, of his uh, Albany uh, trip. And um, he went on to say black mayor, black speaker, black majority leader coming together and talking to each other. So the mayor is saying that it was not accurate in the reporting of his Albany trip. And here's another quote, and I see all of your phone calls. We're going to them in just one second. The mayor said, I'm trying to figure out, do you guys already write the stories before I do something and just print out what you've already written? And so let me let me say this, folks. We're going to have a conversation, but let me say this about Mayor Adams. What he has the type of person Eric Adams is privately, he has never been one to sit back when he feels the media is not treating him fairly. I am telling you, uh, as it relates to some of our private conversations, he has never been one of those politicians that's just going to take it. He's going to fight back. That is his nature, and that's what we saw today. Let's start with the telephone calls here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's start with Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Thank you, Dominic. Good morning. Good morning. Um, the, the, the thing is here, look, I, I'm, I'm an honorably discharged veteran. I fought in, in, in war, and I, and I, and I worked as, as a soldier here. I was, I was you know, on base here for a while, and I'm a Vietnam era vet, and I didn't fight for white Americans, I didn't fight for black Americans, I didn't fight for Spanish Americans or, or indigenous people. I fought for Americans. The, the curse of this, this country is very, very obvious. We keep talking about white people, 
uh, I hate to use the word, I really do, black people, uh, Hispanics, indigenous. Listen, listen, we have to do something on the political scene to stop pounding on that drum. We're pounding on a drum and it, it's, it's, it's destroying people. It's, it's turning people against people. It's turning African-Americans against white and vice versa and Hispanic against this. And my, my, I live in an African and predominantly African-American neighborhood. And already people are out there talking. I could hear, I could hear these people. They got their windows wide open. They're, they're, they're complaining. They don't know whether to, to like Adams or to hate him. And, and these, these people are very upset because it, it, it's, it's driving a race agenda. He should back off and choose his words more carefully. He does not strike me as as a as a not not an he's not an uneducated man, but he's a very impatient man. He doesn't realize the long term effect of his words on on New Yorkers. Right, hey Phil, I I will acknowledge this to your point, and thank you for the call. When you are elected mayor, it's an entirely different ball game. And your words matter, very much so matter. And as the mayor of New York, you must show tremendous discipline, tremendous discipline. I go back to Koch, and I'm going to talk about in the course of this hour uh, what it was like for me as the only uh, black reporter, for the most part, uh, assigned to City Hall for many, many, many years. And so, again, I bring the unique perspective, as the mayor says there are no blacks uh, in media covering him. Well, I'm one of the blacks that, uh, that one of the only blacks that was down at City Hall going back all the way to 1985. And I will talk about what it was like under Koch, what it was like under Dinkins, what it was like under Giuliani, what it was like under Bloomberg. And the one thing I can say about all of them, right, all of the mayors, and I'm going to come back to Giuliani in just a second, They all treated me very, very fairly as one of the only blacks uh, down at City Hall going back to 1985. All of the mayors uh, treated me very, very fairly. Were there tough times? Absolutely. But one thing that, and and this is why I I say that history is going to be very kind, uh, maybe not right now, but down the road to Rudy Giuliani, is because no matter what tensions may have been going on between me and him uh, in terms of one of the lead reporters covering him, he always took my questions day after day when he knew that they were going to be some very, very tough, difficult questions. And he always was professional enough and kind enough to take the questions. Let's go to Diana in Manhattan. Good morning, Diana. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi. I love your show. Thank you. I I totally agree with Mayor Adams. I mean, I'm white, but uh, they're always, always, you know, uh, harping on, uh, you know, people of color doing this wrong, that wrong, and that is wrong. You cannot do that. I mean, people are people. And to answer Bill, who had wonderful points, but... Those men who killed, uh, those three men in Georgia who killed that black man, those cops who killed George Floyd, the people who burst into Breonna Taylor's apartment and killed her, they were white and they were making an issue of race. 
because they murdered all these people. You know, I okay, mean, but, but Diana, okay, but let, let's focus right now on Mayor Adams, right? So when you're part of the City Hall press corps, you, you're not there to be a cheerleader for the mayor. You're there to cover the news as you see it. And hopefully, hopefully it's accurate. Hopefully your interpretation, because political reporting is about interpretation, perception, the way the way that you see things, the way that a politician may address someone, shake their hands, uh, the, the the attitude that they may that they may uh, uh, give off. And so so, I mean, frankly, Mayor Adams hasn't been there long enough yet to to complain about his press coverage. But again, Diana, and, and I hear you and I thank you for the call. But to know Eric Adams, he is not the type of guy that's going to just sit there and take it. That's not his nature at all. And so that's what we saw a few hours earlier today. But again, he is now the mayor of New York City, the second toughest job in the country. Words matter. Lou, Long Island, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, good morning, Dominic. I also am very disappointed in the mayor. Uh, He campaigned on being a tough guy, retired cop. I respect that. He has turned out to be so thin-skinned, he can't take any criticism. I mean, let's think about what de Blasio went through for six and a half years years of his uh, administration. He was ripped every day by the press. And yes, he lashed out, rightfully so at some times. But, you know, he's two and a half months in and he's already lashing out. He's being treated unfairly. I I hear you, Lou. And um, what, what, I'm, what I'm trying to figure out is what's the racial component? of uh of what mayor adams uh is saying uh, i will he he is the one area where he's the second mayor of color he is the one area where where he may have a point in terms of well let me let me put it both ways first of all the mayor of new york city does not get to determine who covers him or her once we get a a female mayor that is not up to the politician that is up to the news organizations. But Mayor Adams does have a point when he says that there should be some diversity. There should be some diversity. And I do have to be honest, Lou, completely honest here. When I arrived uh, down at City Hall straight out of grad school, out of Syracuse University, and I arrived at City Hall, to be honest with you, my initial reaction was that I thought I was in apartheid uh, South Africa. Because when I arrived at City Hall, there were no black journalists, not one. Not one under the last years of the Koch administration, right? I was the only one. But with that said, with that said, I was treated with respect and kindly, and I've said this before, on WABC by legendary reporters who are no longer alive. The number one person that taught me the game of television uh, news was Gabe Pressman. And there's no one bigger or was bigger than Gabe Pressman. 
And Gabe Pressman told me, I'm passing the mantle to you, young man, a young black man, myself from the Bronx. And he mentored me and he helped me and he was a friend for years. Other white reporters, as I was the only black one down at City Hall, Doug Edelson, this is Doug Edelson, 1010. Well, I shouldn't say the other station, but Doug Edelson, Stan Brooks, Mary Gay Taylor, Irene Cornell, all white reporters that have played a role in grooming the person that's on the microphone right now before you. There were some other uh, African-American journalists, Joe Bragg, Bob Capers, but a lot of, so, so there were not many in, in New York city, a city that's, that's now majority. There were of, of color. There was not a lot of journalists of color at city hall. I am going to continue my point and continue to take your telephone calls. But first we have to take a break. Mayor Adams lashing out at the media uh, with some choice words, uh, the mayor ripping the media, claiming white journalists misrepresent him. We'll be right back. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And New York City Mayor Eric Adams may not have many friends amongst the uh, press corps now as the mayor calls out the New York City media saying that he's covered from a different prism uh, as as an African-American male. And, uh, you know, the 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 one thing that's that's bad about this is race is always lurking right beneath the surface of almost everything. And I don't know how productive it is because once the mayor of New York says what he had to say uh, earlier on uh, Tuesday, it becomes a lead headline. It's already a lead in the tabloids. It's going to be talked about on uh, talk radio, and it pushes the subject of race Uh, to the forefront, and we already have enough to deal with as it relates to crime, uh, protecting our police officers, and whenever we bring up race, it becomes divisive. We are taking your telephone calls, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Mayor uh, Eric Adams uh, lashing out at the media, upset. Uh, from his uh, recent trip to Albany, uh, feeling that the media did not accurately uh, reflect on what was said and done uh, in Albany. So let's go to Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Um, uh, Look, uh, my thoughts on Adams is... He needs to stop playing the race card. Um, just make my make my city safer. I had an experience tonight where a crazy homeless guy at 42nd Times Square, I couldn't shake him. 
He wanted money, and I literally had to like he wouldn't leave me. I had I walked up the stairs <laughs> to the main concourse area, and no one was helping me. There were no cops. Um, you know, I, I'm just saying. You know, he needs to make my my city safer and stop fixating on the race racial issue. Um, just make it safer, make it safer for white people, for black people, for Hispanic people, for everybody and stop this, you know, racial crap because, you know, they, you know, I don't know, maybe this will help him get, a, you know, get, rise up in this crazy democratic party. But, uh, he, he, you know, he, he needs to just make the city safer. And, and right now this city is unsafe. And, and that's it. That's mm-hmm. that's that's my that's my message to you. And uh, you know, I I just you know, <laughs> I'm just a working guy here in New York, and just trying to you know get through my day. And to have a crazy guy ask me for money, and I say no, and then he doesn't take no for an answer. Well, and Norman, I, I haven't seen- please be careful because. Um- I, I don't want to I don't want to uh, be reading your story uh, on our on our news features here on WABC about something <laughs> right. bad happening to you because uh, we these days you don't know what you're dealing with uh, when someone comes up to you and ask uh, for money so please be careful and thank you uh, for your comment let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. First of all, happy belated um, that hot Valentine's Day thing. I hope you did the well. Oh, happy Valentine's Day to you as well, Audrey. Every day, but I have to throw a bone in here. Did you hear the entire interview, or did you read the article? Well, it it, it wasn't it wasn't an interview. It wasn't an interview. The mayor the mayor commented at at his uh, at his news conference. That's what happened. Why? I do, because of the comments that was made by Fox News and also in the Post, where they said he went there and um, he was upset. Right. Not true. Right, but right. Okay, okay. But, but Hey, but Audrey, but but you know what? But when you're the mayor of New York, uh, you, you've got to put on your, your big boy briefs. And um, listen, I, I, I get it that uh, for Mayor Adams, he may be frustrated, but it comes with the job. It comes with the job, and and you can't always show your Trump card. Even Dinkins, I I, I kid you not, Audrey, and I, I don't mean to cut you off. I will let you. I will let you speak in one second. Dinkins would complain to me bitterly in private, and then reporters two minutes later would ask him about it, and this is what he would say: I, I don't know. Why do you ask if you think race is a factor? That was a way of throwing it back in their face. And and ducking the question because he knew if he went there, it was a no win situation. And this was my relationship with him for his entire mayoralty where he would pull me aside. And when he felt something was unfair. So let me give you an example. The first thing he brought up to me privately, he said, um, and, 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 and my rule is whether it's Dinkins, Giuliani, Bloomberg, um, I always catch anything that was said privately to me. It stays private. So the first thing Mayor Dinkins complained about is he said, why is it a black man can't put on a suit? This is what he would say to me privately. And he would say, Dominic, look at my press coverage. All they're doing is talking about the suit that I have on or the fact that a black man likes tennis. This is what he would say privately. But then he would never uh, address it 
uh, publicly until years later. And so maybe Mayor Eric Adams needs to borrow a page from from that type of uh, attitude. Audrey, you wanted to make a point, and I cut you off. I apologize. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No, Dinkins, what the question, did you did you answer that question? Well, you know, we could get that. No, 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 no. I, I didn't have to ask Dinkins no, sometimes. No, no, he would just tell me Audrey, privately. But it's a different time now. And if you know Eric Adams, and I met him during his run for borough president, when all of a sudden he was the only one running in Brooklyn, and um, I got to talk with him and his personality. I see it as um, something that was disrespectful by the media, certain media, and my opinion, okay, I, I just read stuff, and I applaud him because change has to come. It's black, white, or green, but that was very disrespectful. Okay, but, 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 Audrey, but Audrey, the way the media works is that we, notice I'm putting myself in, and I'm siding with the media, we don't cover a story based on a sensitive mayor and 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 thank you for the call and how sensitive the mayor may feel as it relates to a particular topic. We cover it if we're doing our jobs accurately. We cover it the way that we see it and the chips fall where they may to our friend Dominic and Wapping just falls. Good morning, Dominic. What's on your mind? Domenico, catch the beat. <laughs> Hi, Dominic. Manic? I'm I'm you well, know, Dominic. I'm well. I I was a bit know, caught off guard about this topic tonight, but but go ahead, Dominic. You know, if if everyone would just think the way you think, and the way Candace Owen and my buddy Terrell, uh, uh, Leo Terrell, if we could all just think like you guys, I think we got something here. I think we could really communicate with one another. And I still don't understand why everything has to be about black. We got to get more black this. We got to get more black that. Well, what about Asian people? What about Indian people? What about Irish people? What, well, what's going on? Why is everything black? I don't well, get it. Well, Dominic, I, I, you know, you, you have a point, but, but let me just try and explain this quickly from the other side. New York City is what a third black, right? Roughly, how many black political reporters are there in New York? I don't know of any besides myself. And and I, I hear you. Everything should not be race. But that's a problem. That's a problem at City. And it's been that way for, for and, and the, you know, I was down at City Hall before MSNBC. And the people of color that you see on M- MSNBC, you have to understand there's a big difference, folks. They're commentators, which means that they're commentating on the news. They're not really covering the news as a journalist, it's a big difference. But, Dominic, you, you, you make a good point. Uh, everything should not always be about race. And certainly, uh, perhaps, it shouldn't be coming from the uh, brand-new mayor of New York City. But, again, to know Eric Adams, um, and, and he did tell me this privately during the campaign, that he was not taking any nonsense. And so it seems like, um, like, whether you agree with him or not, it seems like he was not joking around with that type of comment. Hudson in the Bronx. Good morning, Hudson. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning, Dom. It's been a while. Good morning. Um, yes, yes, yes. I okay, hope the work so, with the young people is going well for you. But go ahead. It's, yeah, it's going well. We only had four fights today. That's pretty good. Oh, um, wow. So uh, so I'm I'm going to give you a couple of things. You're going you're gonna to have to answer to them, and I'm going to answer the same way, I'm sure. Okay. So, 
the people that use race, people that use race, usually it's unintelligent people that don't have a point. We can agree that Eric Adams is not unintelligent, right? Agreed. Okay. People that use race, the people that don't have the stones to do whatever. We can agree that Eric Adams has stones, correct? Agreed. Okay. The other people that use race, these are greedy people with an agenda. And I'm not saying it's money when I say greedy. I'm saying it's people with an agenda. I have no idea why he is doing what he's doing. You made a very good point, Tom, about a, uh, about three weeks ago, a month ago. And, you know, I called up. You changed my mind a lot when I talked to you. So I called up. You changed my mind mid-conversation. And you said, listen, he can't go after this DA. He's the first black DA. He can't go after him. You totally changed my mind. That is, we are past that point at this point. My wife is, is carrying weapons that, he's not, that she's not even supposed to carry down in the city. We are past that point right now. If he wants to knock the media and he wants to do this, and back to the gender thing, he, he clearly has an agenda. I, I think the presidency, I know you guys disagree, but anyway, he, if he wants to knock, use the media. Wait, 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 Hudson, who, who said I disagree with, with the, uh, the presidency or the vice president? I never said that. All right. I, I, I never said that at all. You you don't right. think you don't think that Adams is already thinking about Washington and uh and 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 possibly being number two on the ticket? Of course he is. I've never talked that. to him about that privately, but of course he is. Yeah, I, I, I think and I'm glad that you said that, Tom. I really think that the moment he stepped into that position, I think that that's all he's thinking about. I think that everything that he does, and again, he is very intelligent. I think every press conference he has, everything he does, he's playing the safe. He's trying to count his cards. He's trying to make friends. But but back to that thing with the media and the reason I called, he wants to knock the media. He wants to say, oh, use the media. You know what? The DA thing about the black and being the, no, no, that's done. Use the media. Say, hey, media, come in. Post. The Daily News is, is garbage now. But the Post, or, hey, you know what? Hoko, fire this man. Fire this man. There's people out on the street. Every everyone's getting killed. People getting killed every day. Use the media so you look like you're in charge and say, "Listen, I'm doing everything I can." I know he went to Albany to try to change some things, but say, call out Bragg. He needs to call out Bragg. Use the media. Get the media on your side. It has nothing to do with black or white or anything, Tom. Well, I I thank you uh, for the call, Hudson, and have a uh, a beautiful morning, Dominic Carter. Here with you, Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Of course, coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Frank will join me in about 15 minutes. We are talking about the mayor, uh, Mayor Eric Adams, at his news conference uh, uh, declaring, basically, that he's covered differently because he is black. And we are, what, two months into his tenure uh, I would have advised him if he had asked me privately, I would have said, Mr. Mayor, don't go there because once you open that can of worms, you you can't put it back in. And all you're going to do is make your press coverage tougher. The reporters are not going to back up. They're going to dot every I, cross every T, and it's game on now. They are going to come after you, period. That's the way that it works. Let's go to Edward in Greenwich Village. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I'm a big fan. Good morning. Thank two you. Two quick comments. Two quick comments. First of all, I'm, I, we really had high hopes for Eric Adams, but I feel like he's already gone Hollywood and caught the vapors. And 
now thinks that you know he's beyond uh, being uh, being uh, criticized, which is really you know I think he needs to get back to really working a little harder and doing his job. That's number one. But number two, Dominic, I implore you as a great journalist, someone needs to do the story on what is going on up and down the Bowery with these uh, what used to be flop houses for, for, the, uh, for the World War II veterans that have now basically become methadone clinics. And you have emotionally disturbed and drug addicts up and down that street, and that is the reason for that young woman's death uh, this past weekend, because you just have, it is absolutely out of control over there right now with the homeless and the emotionally disturbed and the drug addicts. And it is coming from these nonprofit organizations that are going out and cultivating uh, clients uh, so that they can pay these outrageous salaries to the people that are running them. And we need an honest journalist like yourself to get in there and find the truth of what's going on. Follow the money. Um, well, but, o- often but people time, that are paying the... Go ahead, go ahead, I'm Edward. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I'm saying the people that are paying the, the, the ultimate cost for this greed are beautiful young women that are involved, you know, giving back to the community, working full-time job, and ends up killed in cold blood uh, like that. And it really is really one of the low points I can remember in quite a long time in downtown New York. Well, I thank you for the call, and you you make a good point. I I can tell you this. I will take a look at the situation uh and and we'll we'll see where it goes from there um but so i so i will bring this back up one other thing i want to mention before i take a break off topic that's something that is very offensive to me and i don't know how we in the media let politicians get to the stage of off topic it is very dangerous when and here's how it works they want to call the shots. And so they say, I'm doing a news conference on topic A. Now, they only want you to focus on topic A. But oftentimes, what the politician wants to talk about is the very last thing, the very last thing that we as reporters want to talk about. We want to deal with issues that really matter to you, the public, and they just want to focus on something oftentimes topic A is something to make them look good. And so they say, no questions on any other topic. Be my cheerleader and only ask me about this topic. Let me put it to you this way. Uh, under, the, under the days of Ed Koch, Dave Dinkins, Rudy Giuliani, and to a degree Bloomberg, this is the way it went at City Hall. The mayor would hold a news conference and we would all show up And the mayor wouldn't dare say something like no off-topic questions. That really really, um, exploded under de Blasio. And so this is the way it would go under the mayors I just cited. It would normally start off with Gabe Pressman or myself asking a very hard-hitting question. Then it would go probably to Marsha Kramer. 
Then it would go to David Seifman from the New York Post, and it would be a pecking order of about six questions about God knows what. And we would never share the question with the press secretary or the communications director, no matter how many times they asked. It was almost like a live grenade uh, type situation where the mayor sits there at that podium in the blue room and God only knows what the question is going to be. And it's boom, 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 boom. One tough question after another. Now it's no off topic questions. I mean, I I understand why Eric Adams is trying to do exactly what de Blasio did in saying he's not going to answer off-topic questions, but that is is absolutely ridiculous because oftentimes a mayor will say or his staff will say, uh, we're doing this one issue today just to get, uh, get him before the cameras, but no questions. We will continue on this topic of what Mayor Eric Adams has said, declaring that the media is covering him, that white journalists uh, misrepresent him. Uh, Coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Marano and the other side of midnight, I will be right back. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And, folks, we are going back to your telephone calls in just one second. But guess who is no longer uh, floating the idea of running for Congress? And that is former Mayor Bill de Blasio, uh, who is considering a primary challenge against uh, former Congressman Max Rose. Rose has already declared he'll run for the old for the seat, his old seat, against Congresswoman Nicole Amaliotakis. And uh, Mayor de Blasio, uh, let me put it to you this way. I said this weeks ago uh, on this program. In fact, I said it while you were still in office. Mr. Mayor, uh, retire or get a new career. Your day, uh, your days in politics are done. That's how bad of a job you did as mayor of New York City. And with all due respect, Mr. Mayor, you are delusional if you think that you will. You can't even be elected to the New York City Council. That's how bad it is, Mr. Mayor. And so we are talking right now about uh, Mayor Mayor uh, Eric Adams, um, a mouthful from the mayor, ripping the press, claiming white journalists misrepresent him. You know, let me say this. And, you know, I'm not saying it out of hate. I'm saying it out of love. I'm a black man. That's the mayor. But my story has been interpreted by people that don't look like me. We got to be honest about that. How many blacks are in the editorial boards? How many blacks are determined how these stories are being written? How many Asians? How many East Indians? How many South Asians? Everybody talks about my government being diversified. What's the diversification in the newsrooms? So everybody go back with their predispositions. And my role as mayor is being interpreted through the prisms of your realities and not mine. The uh, new mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, who's been in office for uh, for two months. He, he is right that we need more diversity when it comes to the editorial boards, when it comes to the editors that are rewriting these stories that uh, reporters do. But calling this out two months into your tenure, I I don't know if if that if that were was wise, Mr. Mayor. And um, 
Let's go back to the telephone calls. Jason in Brooklyn, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, hey, how you doing? Good, good. Go right ahead, please. Um, uh, so Eric Adams, uh, you know, I know you've covered him forever. You know him very well. You know his foibles and, you know, all of his shortcomings and this and that and the other thing. But, uh, you know, for him, do you really think that he, you know, the whole thing came out with the the white cracker thing and, you know, I I respect him in a way that he the diversity issue, of course, that makes sense. But do you think that he is the right person right now? I, I think mean, our I, last our last mayor couldn't be elected for a dog catcher. Right. You know? Agreed. Agreed. Uh, amongst the and here's the key part, Jason, amongst the Democrats that were running, he was by far oh, the best of the best. Right. Yeah. The best of the best. And so let's hope that uh that mayor adams can clean up the city i don't know when it's going to start i thought it would have started in the first week um yeah i thought we had like a mayor cox situation here <laughs> right so 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 we'll see and i thank you for the call but i if i were advising uh mayor adams or if i had spoke to him in advance i would have said please mr mayor don't go there because once you go there you 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 can't take the words back and it's out there now. Joey in New Jersey. Good morning, Joey. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call, sir. I uh, love your show. Thank and you. I just want to say, I just want to say, I don't think Mayor Adams seems that intelligent to me. His actions don't 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 speak of intelligence. He he introduced his commissioner Sewell in front of a mural depicting cop killer Joanne Chesimard. Why doesn't the press call him out on that? Why doesn't he understand that 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 sends a bad vibe, a bad message? Mm -hmm. You can't glorify cop killers. You can't do that and then say you're intelligent and that the press is against you and that nobody understands, that us crackers don't understand where you're coming from, your prism. Your prism is shot if you're glorifying cop killers, if you're introducing a new commissioner of a cop killer. Joey, no no one, no one um, should, um, and I'm not saying that Mayor Adams is doing this, no one should uh, praise or play up cop killers. That that is uh, that is the bottom line. Um, you know, it, it, this I was caught off guard uh, by by this story tonight. I did not expect this this early. I knew it was a possibility uh, that it could happen, but I thought I would have heard the grumblings from the mayor privately first before uh, this uh, the, the, this happened. Uh, Frank Morano is coming up in just minutes here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are continuing with your telephone calls. Alyssa in Manhattan, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. Go right ahead. Okay, I just wanted to weigh in on this uh, Eric Adams issue. Um, One of your callers said that he's very intelligent and you agreed. And, yeah, you know what? What he's doing is if he gets the media angry at him, then he's going to have a media war on his hands. And they're going to say bad things about him. And then the issue, which is really important, which is the crime issue, which is getting all the coverage, it's going to be taken away from that. Or if they say anything bad about the crime, he's going to say, oh, well, they always say bad things about me. 
they always say I'm not doing a good job. Mm-hmm. So he's going to make it look like, well, you know, it's they don't like me. So that's not why they're not reporting good things about me. Right. I, I just don't know. I, I don't know. Because Alyssa. he's not handling the crime issue properly. I mean, you know, he's not I'm not saying I'm saying he's not getting anything done. Nothing seems to be getting done. If anything, if Norman's story is any example <laughs> um, of, you know, what's going on in the city. So if, you know, he, he's going to see his poll numbers start, start, start dropping, he doesn't want to see that. So what does he have to do? He has to bring up the whole, you know, victim thing and, and, oh, I'm getting bad press because of whatever it is. So that the more they cover that, the less they focus on the crime. And like I said, if they talk about, you know, the crime that he's not doing a good job, oh, they are, they're picking on me. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing a good job because I'm, I'm a black male or this or that. The media doesn't like me. That's, that's the perfect way to get the, you know, the monkey up his back, so to speak. Hmm. Well, you, you make some interesting points. The one thing I can tell you is that the honeymoon for Mayor Adams is now officially over. No one likes to be basically called a racist. And uh, this is coming from the African-American mayor of, uh, of uh, New York City, Eric Adams, and uh, right now, I'm going to bring in Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight. So, Frank, uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about this. Mm. What, what do you make of what Mayor Adams is saying about the media? Well, look, I, I don't, sorry, it's my alarm to make sure I'm awake at this time. <laughs> and uh, I'm here, so I must be at least somewhat awake. Look, I, I think, unfortunately, there are all sorts of things that you can get away with. Uh, if you happen to be black and uh, and a public figure that you would never be able to get away with if you were white and a public figure. And I think this might be one of those uh, situations. And uh, look, I think that um, Adams is somebody that throughout his political career and uh, even maybe going back to his time as a police officer has had no problem using the race issue to further himself in terms of uh, politically, in terms of uh, ideologically, in terms of whatever his agenda happened to be. And uh, I think he's very race conscious. You know, you saw during the primary he had no problem making race an issue when criticizing Andrew Yang, when criticizing Curtis Lewa. And I, I think this is, in many respects, this Adams, this is his M.O. to some extent. So I'm not terribly surprised. Right. But I, I am saying as somebody that was based out of City Hall for years, it, it's it's going to backfire because uh, the City Hall press corps, they, they're now going to do everything by the book, period. Dot every I, cross every T. And come after the mayor. But tell me about the show you have coming up starting in about four minutes. Well, this is uh, one for the ages. What you're going to hear for the next four hours is the kind of show that you could only hear on the other side of midnight. All right. Now, I'm going to be joined in about 20 minutes by former U.S. Senator Rick Santorum, who happens to be a, uh, you know, a social conservative, you know, very traditional when it comes to things like um gay marriage and things like that, traditional gender roles. Then, less than an hour later, I'm going to be joined by Ollie London, who is non-binary and, speaking of race, 
they are transracial. This is someone who was born a white person in England who was in the process of surgically altering themselves to become Korean. And uh, there is not a show in America, I assure you, that could have Rick Santorum immediately followed by Ollie London. And just for good measure, an hour after that, we're going to be discussing some of the most hot-button legal issues in the country with Dominic Crispino, who is an ex-attorney and an ex-felon, an ex-con. Well, it's going to be an interesting show. You select the uh, next call. Uh, how about uh, how about John in Hell's Kitchen? John, good morning. You're talking to Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Good morning, guys. You know, the most offensive thing that Adam said in this press conference is that he said, as far as he's concerned, he's doing a good job. He hasn't done a damn thing. These streets are lethal. He got elected in November. November, December, January, February, short month, Dominic, tick-tock. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Thank you, guys. Right. Okay, well, thank you, John. Dominic Carter, Frank Morano with you. Frank, select the next one. We have about a minute and a half Grace in Brooklyn. Fantastic. Grace, good morning. Go right ahead. Hi, good morning. I just wanted to say um, I know it's a little hard, but I would, you know, give him a little, little break, just a little and the fact of the matter is, one thing Mr. Morano said, which is kind of a little bit wrong, a lot of time when you're black, you have to do things three times than a white person. I'm just being honest. But mm-hmm. the bottom line is you, you just do, hold your head down and do the work. Mm-hmm. And he has to remember that the New York crowd is a very tough crowd. And yes. they want what they want. Yes, yes. You know, and... For him, he just has to just take it on the chin and just work hard, and we will, everyone will appreciate it. Well, and they would love him for who he is. Well, Grace, I, I thank you for the call. One thing she said, Frank, that is accurate. I, I was raised by my grandmother, and she would always say to me, boy, you're going to have to work two, three times harder than anybody else. But quickly, your your reaction. Uh, look, I don't doubt that that's true. It was an interesting choice that Adams made here. I'll okay. delve into it for the next few hours. All right. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.